We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Abner Morris is a world champion boxer, Olympian, sports commentator, and most importantly, dad to two little girls. Beloved by abuelas and hardcore fans alike, Abner is a pro at entertaining the world both in and out of the ring. On Blue Wire's new podcast, On the Hook with Abner Morris, we'll hear from Abner, his family, fellow athletes, and other people who made him the boxer and the man he is. They chat about topics like Abner's journey from a kid on the streets to boxing champ, sports, music, culture, and family life. Listen to On the Hook with Abner Morris wherever you get your podcasts. Episodes in English out on Tuesdays and episodes in Spanish out on Wednesdays. Everybody, welcome to the Whoa. stream. <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, let me give some people time to kind of <clears throat> slide up in here. But anyway, for um, for you know the podcast peeps, welcome uh, to another episode of Y'all Gaming, where we ask you the the very important question: Y'all gaming? And if you have not been gaming, well, hopefully we're here to help you find a way to get back to gaming. We have uh, some games to talk about. First two being Phasmophobia and Eternal Return, and then we're going to talk about a game that we can look forward to, which will be Amnesia. And then, of course, anything that y'all decided to put in on a Twitter, uh, we will talk about that as well. I'm TK Breezy. This is Coney. How you doing? Hi, everybody. Uh, yeah, I'm actually... So, Amnesia is interesting because... Why did that happen? Why did this... For some reason, that got messed up okay it's fixed hooray uh no I, I i actually put amnesia on the docket i haven't even played it but i just it wasn't even on my radar and then i saw that it was out i was like oh okay so we'll talk about that a little bit i hope you guys have been doing good lots of gaming honestly i haven't really been playing that much new stuff 
if I if have you ever played Mario P Cross or P Cross or Picross or however you say it? Have you ever done that? No, but I will look it up. Mario Picross. So it's a Super Nintendo game. This has nothing to do with the two topics that we had. Right. It's a Super Nintendo game that only came out in Japan, and it's on the Super Nintendo like the the Switch thing. I've right. been playing it nonstop for like five days. It's basically just Sudoku. Um, okay, but better. Okay, I, yeah, I was thing. looking. I was like, this looks a little bit more like a Minesweeper type deal, but I see yeah. the numbers on the side now. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, for you cerebrals, uh, <laughs> yeah. There you go, Mario Picross. That's a game you could be gaming on right now. So definitely, uh, I, I haven't been, I haven't kept up with that at all. The uh, the Nintendo stuff, the Nintendo drops they put on the the Super Nintendo and Nintendo uh, system. But I should probably get back in there. What I was playing the most when that when it came out was. Um, Kirby's Dream Course. I Dude, love that me game. too. I was gonna say I've been playing Dream Course because I never beat it before, and it's actually like yeah. so fun. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a really good game. So if you guys haven't, are looking for a nice little golf sim, but with more wacky tendencies, then definitely uh, hop into. Well, it's not only say it's wacky tendencies. It's like it's got its feel of Kirby. Like you grab abilities sometimes, you gotta use them to move the ball in different places and stuff like that. So. It's Pretty a really cool. cool idea, and I'm surprised that, like, there was never a sequel or anything else, like, among that yeah. same thing, you know? So, anyway, that's a topic for a different show. Today, I'm uh, going to be talking about a couple different things. First up on the dock, it looks like it's Phasmophobia, which I have had the pleasure to enjoy for, like, I played it for, like, an hour, and I dug it. But Mr. Okay. Uh, Mr. Wet Blanket over here, old Sourpuss, okay. isn't into it. Oh, okay, buddy. Listen, guys, let me tell you why I'm not into it, okay? It has nothing to do with the game. Game looks fun, looks serviceable. I see, I see a lot of my friends having a, a great time with it. The issue is that all of my friends who have a great time with it are playing it because they get scared. I do not get scared, so I feel like I am not the demographic Ever? for this. Uh, not not over unrealistic stuff like ghosts and the spirits and video <laughs> game stuff. Never scares me. I think the most I would ever get scared is not even a scare. It's just I hate jump cuts. Okay. Like, yeah. Like so if I watch a scary movie and I'm like taking the uh you know taking it all in and then they hit you with like when they're like zoomed in like a creepy thing like a bunch of lotus are flying around uh, a dead head and you're like wow that's creepy and then the next scene is just and then it jumps and it's not just anything scary it just jumps so i'm like oh like wasn't ready for that scene to end like that so uh those are the only times i've ever felt like i've been scared you know i watch all the saw movies watch all the grudge movies watch all the paranormal activity movies i think those are interesting for sure but as far as like being the demographic of like getting in there and especially as a streamer i have to like get in there and be scared and yeah, like yeah, yell yeah. and all that good stuff as part you're not going to get that out of my stream and then everyone's gonna be like well why are we watching this guy he's he's not even you know I'm, I'm gonna be like oh they caught me bro i'm dead you're not like, even in there. <laughs> yeah my bad no it's uh have you ever seen hereditary because like I'm not into supernatural, like, ghost stuff, because I'm the same way. Like, I, I think the most... I don't really get scared, but I think the most interesting is stuff that's stuff that, like, is real or could actually happen, but Hereditary is very good. Um, they... I have uh, watched... I, I think I, I remember seeing Hereditary, but I don't remember too much about it. The last thing I did watch was Midsommar, and that was pretty good. So I saw Fats hated of that. it. You saw Fats hated it? Yeah, Fats hated it. I thought you would have talked to him about it because I saw him trashing it on the timeline. I was like, wow, that's crazy. Because I, I, uh, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to ask him because I'm, I'm like, why did you hate that? And I swear, and I swear if it's something stupid like, yeah, man, see, the main character, she was blonde. I'm going to just hit him. 
I'm <laughs> I'm but yeah, so uh, I mean, overall though, like I've been watching a decent amount of my friends play it. It looks fun. It's a great game for you and your friends, especially if you and your friends do can like submerge yourself in that like alternate world. Yeah, yeah. Then I think it's a really good game when uh, when like everybody is working the way that it should be. You know, you got plus there's uh, what did y'all tell me? Like the, we were talking about Tito. <laughs> It's, oh. I think there's different character characters you can get out of that game too. Apparently, Tito may actually be afraid of this game, we, and so he spends all his time on in the truck on camera. Truck. We were we were like, is Tito actually scared? Tito's like, oh, my game's bugged. I can't move, so he's just standing in the doorway. I was like, Tito, are you afraid? Are you scared, oh, okay. scared right now? It was pretty good. No, it's uh, it, it, you do kind of have to buy in. Like you have to you have to sort of um let yourself be in on the experience and that's just sort of the suspension of disbelief thing um i i'm i'm sort of into it i think it's more interesting to see a game like this pop off out of nowhere uh because it's not very common that it happens and for it to like come like this uh it, i i think that's really cool and it's a cool idea that hasn't really been executed before i don't know if it has any lasting potential um but i did spend some time with it and i thought it was kind of cool i just don't like how uh specific it is like you got to do a five minute tutorial you can't just give your friend the game and be like okay let's jump in now which i guess you kind of have to do like you need to have some rules to make yeah. a game like that work but it's pretty good yeah all right well i mean that's good i mean i, I yeah what you're saying though is pretty i mean i feel like there is some games that it's just hard to like translate yeah without because like it, the alternative is they get in and you have to continue to tell them everything while still doing whatever you got to do and i feel like yeah. that may be a little uh tedious so i mean great uh, maybe there's a way they can fine-tune that uh tutorial so you can do it faster but yeah uh moving on though get to our next subject game that i've been playing it's called a uh, eternal return uh it is a uh moba br actually it, it, it's pretty much just league without uh well it's not even like league it's more so uh, you know, like Battle Right, try to do their BR stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, is that just the league game? Because I went into your stream once, and that was definitely League's like health bar. That's all. Yeah, that no, was. it's. It, I, I mean, well, you know how, <laughs> you know how it is, man. Everyone's kind of borrowing from other games, but like, no, it's it was it was the League health bar. The none of the champions so far feel like that I've played at least feel like blatant ripoffs. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it, like they, there probably is some stuff that is like. Uh, that I'm like missing that is kind of like the same. Like, there's one character that charges up her arrow. Uh, so basically, all right, that's Varus. You know, you got the Varus type. Oh, uh, arrow yeah, that's there. true. But then, but then the rest of her kit, she has like a a wire that she throws out. That while she's connected to the wire, she shoots like f 15 to 45 percent faster depending on level. I think. Oh, wow. And then, okay. and then once if, if you hit the button again, you zip to the wire. So it's like one of those. Like a pathfinder. Like okay, sure. Like, sure. you know, kind of. I'm just, I'm trying to. Help. Up, gotta find it all. So yeah. yeah. Um, and then she, I forgot her. She has another ability. Oh, she has another ability. Where she puts two traps down. Um, but when you when we put when you put one trap down, it does nothing. It just lets you see stuff. But when you put two traps down, if it's in the same vicinity, uh, a wire will go to those between traps. And if anyone steps on the wire, then they get slowed and take damage. So, uh, it's, I mean, there, there's some, obviously more, some originality in there. They didn't just straight rip lead characters, but as far as what it looks like, yeah, it definitely looks like a more weebish, uh, lead game. I don't know if you ever heard about MXM, but it reminds me of that one a lot. 
I uh, heard about it, but I never played it. I just saw yeah. that it was like a like a BR kind of thing, sort of like Battle Right. And uh, yeah. I was yeah, it not three like three. I was not into Battle Right at all because it just became like. I remember. I don't know how it. Was. All you want to do is fight. That's crazy. Well, yeah, because Battle Right is just healing constantly. That's why oh, I hated yeah. it. It's literally just like just, I, any hit that I did didn't feel meaningful because it got healed up instantly. So I was like, okay, this is boring. Because yeah, you had you had to play it, the the three v three comp was always like two fighters and like one good healer, uh, or you could play like a battle healer, a regular healer, and like a tank, and it was like, yeah, man, like it's very hard to <laughs> do the amount of damage I need to do to uh, kill people. So I get you. Uh, MXM had less of that because you actually had to play two different characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and no one was really like focused on just healing. So it would be like you play a carry and a healer, uh, and then someone else could play a carry tank and someone else could play like a carry tank. But swapping was on cooldown, so you couldn't just like you know keep swapping every two seconds to oh, get everything. Gotcha, gotcha. So yeah, like once you swapped in, you had to play a character for I think at least like seven seconds or something like that. Which means like you're going to get bodied if you swap. You're stuck the wrong a little time, bit. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was a, it was a very cool game for sure. Um, but as far as uh, Eternal Return, like, I think it's a cool game, uh, and it brings something different to the table, because you have to craft your weapons instead of, like, um, instead of, like, well, I mean, you can beat people for it, too, but, like, there's three parts game. Like, you go around, you craft, that's the BR part. Um, there is a Baron-type person in the game called Wickline or something, and if you kill her, you get, like, super upgrades and shit. Uh-huh. But she's, like, she's, like, level 18, and it's kind of hard to get there. Um, and then you go around and fight people if you want. Uh, fighting early is kind of, kind of you know, kind of weird, champ. Because like you don't, <laughs> it takes mad long, and people usually just run away from you. And then what happens is like you're fighting, and they run away from you, and then you run into somebody else who has full health, and both of you are like half health, and they just kill you. So basically, you want to craft your weapon as quick as possible. Then you go around and slap people up. How long uh, are the yeah. games? Uh, probably about twenty minutes. Okay, I guess that's yeah, a little. But it's eighteen. Faster. It's eighteen people uh, at the beginning. Okay. And uh, I think it probably could go a little faster if people decided to scrap. But, like, the map uh, closes relatively slow. Mm-hmm. But it closes dynamically, like, um, uh, what was that game that everyone was playing a while ago? Uh, was it VR? It wasn't Darwin Project, was it? No, 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 no. Because like, you had to pick it. Hyperscape, Hyperscape. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, Hyperscape, it, the, the map closes differently every, every game. And the map closes in sections just like Hyperscape, so... Uh, overall, pretty good game. Uh, it's free, and uh, with it being free, uh, you can actually buy like two characters off jump, uh, pretty easy. Like I bought my first character, and then I play like three games about my second character, and then I'm already on my way to my third character. So it's not like one of those free to play games where it's like it's free to play. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It, it's literally free to play. So they don't have no skins yet or anything because it's new. So yeah, not really much that you're. Well, how many uh, are there? Like, it. how many characters are you looking at? Uh, because like that could take forever, right? You know, it's about. I think it's about. I think it's like twelve characters right now. So, uh, not a lot going on yet. Well, no, it might be. It was probably closer to fifteen. Not a lot going on yet. Uh, they just added a new character who plays basically. She's like Swain with a sword. That shit is annoying. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's it is a it's a functional game. There's two, a couple characters that I'm waiting to buy that I want to try because I bought this like guitar hero character thinking she was gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, her first ability is a long uh, you charge it uh, like you hit Q and it charges and if you charge it four times it does big damage but you can also shoot it out four. Second ability uh, powers are auto attacks and the third ability she slides around like doing like the, the rock star like you know yeah, yeah, yeah. jump forward and it, it does damage around her 
And then the fourth one, she throws a concert, and anybody in the concert can't do anything, but she heals the entire time. And I, I was like, ah, okay, well. That's a cool concept, but I feel like she's in support, and they do have singles, doubles, and squads in that game, so. I just uh, feel like the market is so saturated. How do you get, like, how did you find it? How do you get noticed in a game like this? Because I, I just, like, when I see gameplay, I just... Uh, there's so many things like that, you know. <laughs> the only reason I found that. Yeah, out. I was gonna say you just you you got advertised like well not advertised but you got like hit up by try our game right. Uh, no, I mean like I just <laughs> I try our game. Uh, I I it was on the front and it looked cool, so I put I sent a key request for it and then I found it was free, so I just bought it and now. Ah, I unfortunately you. though that means I, I can't get the key because like the key had eight character. It was an eight character pack. Ah. Uh, they were like, haha, you gotcha. got the game. So. But either way, um, I just wonder cool how game. games like that stand out because I feel like there's so many options now. Like Genshin, obviously there are different um, like types of games and, and experiences. Like games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like the free to play games have now been just as good as yeah. the pay stuff. It's crazy. Like it, yeah. and there's and they're constantly updating. How do you compete with that? It's insane. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's true. Uh, I mean, it's you would think that. I feel like what it's really doing is holding down indie indie studios because AAA games will always be, you know, they have the money to advertise all that yeah. other good stuff. Indie games are the ones that are suffering because you know they're expecting to get a little little change back. But now, if free games are playing just as well as indie games, even better than indie games, then yeah, what does the indie game do? Yeah, to continue to make because they can't go free to play. You know what I'm saying? Indie games. They they any most indie games are like in and out. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they're hoping they can get their their money back within like the first like month or so, right? Uh, some of them blow up, such as like uh, you know, such as like Among Us, such as uh, Fall Guys or whatever. But a lot of them do not. So yeah, yeah. Just with now that now they have to compete with AAA and good free to play games. That's rough. Yeah, that's rough. Tough world. Luckily, they got me though because I do be gaming on some indie indie games. So. <laughs> Even though sports had a break, your business did not. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike any other site, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need, and you can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need just like they have for over 3 million businesses. And right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it very fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now and use Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through December 31st. And guys and gals, the wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you get on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get on their season opening bonuses today and start wagering off on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's Blue Wire, all one word, bet online, your online sports book experts. And now let's get back to the podcast. 
Uh, you want to talk about an amnesia? Yeah, I did because like, and it probably isn't a good thing to talk about you with because it's a scary game. But I don't know if you remember when Amnesia first dropped, but the first is one it, is the Amnesia Rebirth. Is that what we're looking? That's at? That's the new one. Yeah. Okay. So right. I was kind of surprised because like, so the Amnesia, the first one is actually I think a pretty big moment in sort of history. In terms of like, okay, but what type of game is it though? Like, it's a horror is it like game. an action game? No, it's a horror game. It's one of those games where you don't look at the monster and you hide because you can't fight it. Wait, I thought you said that. Weren't we talking about this the other day where you said how you're going to squeeze out so much content from this? What do you mean? So the entire game is you running away from a monster, right? Yeah, basically. How long is the game? Like eight hours, nine hours. Probably. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Because someone told me about some game like that, but it's like 25 hours. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, 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 that was me. That was Alien Isolation. No, 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 get oh, the hell okay. out of there. Okay. No, some people love that game. I think that game's garbage. Anyway, uh, no, no, no. Anyway. No, Amnesia, it, so Amnesia came out a long time ago, and it's really how uh, gaming on, it's not how, like, it, if you think of the clips of YouTubers and content people um, yelling at a game, if it was very early on, it was probably Amnesia because it was one of the first games that came at that at that intersection between like YouTube and streaming blowing up, and it was sort of the content game when it first came out. I don't remember what year it was. Might have been like 2011, 2010, 2012. I don't know, something like that. But in Let's Play history, it was a big deal, right? Thank you, Hex. Um, then a sequel came out, and it was very good. And then a sequel came out, but it wasn't made by the same people. A lot of people said it wasn't as good. But now this game is back out. And it's made by the same people, but it's during a new, like, era where it's not the big dog anymore. I don't see really anybody talking about the game, which is kind of interesting to me because, like, it was the granddaddy of, like, horror game, like, reaction stuff. You know what I mean? It was, like, the first game to do it. And right now on Twitch, it's actually number four. It's not doing bad. Um, yeah, it seems like Lyric, Soda Pop, and, like, all the big guys are playing it. So that might be okay. It's just, okay. it's interesting to me that like the landscape has changed so much since the first amnesia came out like oh god i don't remember what year it was a long time ago yeah 10 years insane yeah it was like pewdiepie's first thing that's like how okay. pewdiepie first like got big is playing this game and it was the first version and now the the update's out i haven't played any of it um and again, since you're not a horror guy, you're probably not going to play it yourself. But like, I actually wanted to ask Chad or Twitter or anybody that's seeing this if they played it, what they think of it, if you've watched it even. Because I'm very interested, but I also feel like those games don't age very well. Like, there are a lot of games that did this thing where it's like you have to, there's like a monster in the room and you have to like get around it, but you can't look at it and you have to like sneak in like closets. It's, it's that kind of game. It's, it's wild. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at it right now, and it, uh, it, I mean, like, I can see where the appeal is. Like, this, the, all the gameplay that I'm looking at right now is you walking around with, like, a single match. <laughs> like, Basically, yeah. And, like, Mad dark. You know, matches do not, like, last forever. So, like, that, there's that, and then, you know, if it goes out and then you turn another one back on, and next thing you know, there's a monster in front of you. Like, yeah, I can see where this will bring the stream, the streams out. So, uh, so it's, it's an exploration game, though. Like, you're still, like, trying... I guess you're trying uh, to find the secret of, like, why things are going out on the way that they're going on. Kinda. It's, like, it's just an A to B game. Like, you're at one point okay. in the room, and you have to get to the other side, and there's usually something in the middle. It's it's hard to explain. It's very basic, but yeah. uh, it 
I think the cultural impact of the game is a lot more interesting than sort of what the actual gameplay is. Because again, okay. it, it kind of came out at a time where like this this the the online content boom was just starting out and now there's a new one by the same people that made the first one. Uh and I'm interested to see how it goes. Like a lot of people have been saying that it's good. I've seen a lot of good reviews everywhere. Um it looks kind of dull to me, but I feel like the gameplay hasn't updated. And that's sort of like what I'm interested in is when you have a game this sort of dated in its mechanics, can it still fly 10 years later? Because I feel like so right. many other people have done this, but better, you know? Yeah, well, that, I mean, that's the thing, though. I mean, like, sometimes nostalgia definitely be hit. That's what I was thinking about fucking, um, what was that, WoW? Uh, like mm-hmm. WoW Classic just does not look like a fun game. Like no. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Like I just, it, it just does not. It didn't seem like it held up at all. And as soon as they they announced that, everyone was on WoW Classic. Yeah, I was like, dude, why? Like you have newer WoW right here, and the mechanics are way better, or whatever, whatever. But that nostalgia was hidden until everybody got to remember that they had to grind for seventeen hours to do like one thing again. Yeah, and now I don't really see that many people playing WoW Classic uh, anymore. But you know, it is what it is. Anyway. Amnesia, fam, uh, Phasmophobia. This is the this is perfect for October, man. This is the spooky edition of uh of y'all games. Dude, I was so. hoping that uh, Friday the Thirteenth would come back. I really was because I loved that game. That game was excellent, but I haven't seen anybody playing it, which sucks because like I actually really enjoyed that one. I know Fats was playing it for a while to bring him back up. Let me see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody's on Twitch playing it right now. Rats. Rip. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let us. Get into the Twitter uh, question side of things, guys. If you want to put something in, make sure you get that. Use the hashtag uh, y'all gaming. Right, we're gonna lighten around this real quick. though. doesn't seem like there's a crazy amount going on in here today. So uh, real we got quick. we got TK Loof saying thoughts on Brawlhalla. Uh, it's a pretty good game. Uh, crazy <laughs> that they get they got that much money going on. Uh, <laughs> but you know, with the Ubi, they had that much money before the Ubisoft backing too. So I think that they are one of the people that made the free free to play model definitely work. Uh, I think the issue with Brawlhalla, though, is that it's a good game at high level, but it's a very bad game at, at low level. Like, not a bad game, but it's a boring game at low level. And unless your intention to get really good, like as far as 1v1s and 2v2s go, unless your intention to get really good, you can get bored uh, re- relatively quickly. As a party game, though, with all the little party modes they have, those are actually pretty fun, too, though. So you can definitely get into that, like Brawl Ball, or, or they have like this like football-type game, uh, which is like 2v2 football. is pretty lit. And uh, well, I think it's three v three actually, and they have like a, a couple of like events that will let you play some more um, casual ways. So competitive though, if we're talking strictly competitive, I love watching competitive high level. Do not like watching competitive low level. Brawlhalla is cringe. Okay, that's it. There you go. I, I, you know what though, I'm impressed by their ability to get partnerships. That's crazy. What? what wow. So what's wrong with Brawlhalla, bro? How about that? It's not fun. When's the last time you played it? <laughs> a long time ago. It's much different now. Probably. I liked I liked B ball. It just it looks like a flash game, dude. Like no, I mean, just, that's very that's very and it's fair. mad it looks, floaty. Exactly like, like it's like I'm a, I, you know what? Good on them for getting John Cena and Adventure Time and Hellboy or whoever. Like they've got an insane amount I mean, of partnerships, they, but they got they have players, bro. Like I 
it's a it's the free to play experience for sure. But they have players. I feel like how did they really pop off though? You know, because I've oh, seen twenty two k people playing right now. Bro. Dude, how? Like I see so many games that just die. How are there twenty two thousand people playing? Phasmophobia has sixty nine thousand, and it's like a flash in the pan game. It just came out. How does Brawlhalla have? I wonder how many players Secret Ponchos has. One sec, let me look. Okay, why does he do Please. this, bro? Like, why, why does he want to hurt himself? No I'm, one so has... sad. I'm so sad. There's a server oh error. God, bro, There's a server oh, error when I look. Oh no. Like <laughs> we got Hexeter saying, uh, "Y'all gaming thoughts on Monster Hunter trailer? That's according to the director going to be the most accurate video game movie adaption to date. Uh, I... The one with Ti in it. I what? Are you there's serious? A Hunter movie. There's a Monster Hunter movie with Ti in it, bro. Um, I who is he? I is he know. the monster hunter? I didn't know that. I don't have any hopes for that that movie outside of I just want to see what happens when Rathalos comes. Out. I want to know what Ti says. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta kill this Rathalos expeditiously. <laughs> I gotta hunt this monster. Boom. Oh man. I uh I I didn't know he was doing it. I've never played Monster Hunter because every time I look at it, it looks really interesting, but it also looks very like grindy um it um, looks like a single player mmo you know i played i played wow uh i played wow i played monster hunter worlds and that game i mean like honestly before then i didn't give a shit about monster hunter mm-hmm. because i felt like i felt the same way you did it, it felt like yeah. slow it looked fun but it also looked slow and grindy and it looked like it wouldn't be that fun until i got to that level mm-hmm. uh i played monster hunter world on stream and i i enjoy that game a lot so okay they popped up it off. Maybe I'll try it. I just when I see it, I I don't know how to describe it. There's a Capcom feel I get when I look at it, and Capcom I associate maybe it's because of like Dead Rising and stuff, but being like really clunky. Like when I think of Capcom, I think of sort of like I don't know heavy pieces, clunkiness. I don't really know how to describe it, um, which is weird because they also do what do they do they do Devil May Cry? Am I making that up? Is that do they do? Who did it? Does does Oh, Capcom does do Devil May Cry. Okay. Whew, I thought it was crazy. Which is weird cuz like I when I see a lot of their things, it's 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 weird to me. Um but I I don't know. I also worry about if I get into it, I'm going to like love it too much and get like super absorbed in it. You know what I mean? Speaking of, I see the chat saying that Monster Hunter was clicking at first but got more smooth, and I think that is pretty mm, okay. accurate. I did try some of the older Monster Hunters didn't like them. I'm looking at Monster Hunter Rise now and the I, that game looks very fun because it looks a lot more actiony, but at the same time it is on the Switch and the Switch has terrible load times. So oh God! Kind of shook, but we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. And then our last question is from Bizarre Creature saying, "How did the idea of game piracy make y'all feel? Do you think it's okay uh, if the offender wouldn't have been able to afford it, or does it not matter because stealing is stealing? Do your opinions on it change whether a small indie developer, a publisher is involved? Don't do it. Don't stop, dude. Come on. Yeah, I, d- definitely. Like." Definitely not from a small indie developer. Like, it, I mean, there's a there's a line that is being crossed from just pirating in, in general. But if you're doing from a small indie developer, bro, you like you're basically stealing from you. Like, yeah, that, you know what I mean. Like, this guy's struggling to put their game out. You're struggling to buy games, so you think it's just a good idea to steal it? Like, ah, no, dude. Like, it, it's ah, so man. stupid, and especially with how hard it is, how long it takes how expensive it is to make an indie game now even just a small indie game get the hell out of here dude and and, yeah. and no don't one don't do it two even if it's a triple a game right even if it's something that it doesn't matter they don't need your money whatever you don't want to support it i don't care don't don't 
download it. Like, why, I don't understand the thought, well, I don't have enough money to get this game, so I'm just going to steal it. Why do you just, I, I don't know. You, I, you could be using that time to invest in your future. Uh, I just. That <laughs> like one commercial, you could be using that time. Some saying. Oh, Go man. to Phoenix University online or something. I, I mean, you I'm on your couch all day. Like, <laughs> I, I, maybe I'm too removed from it because, like, I'm I'm much older now than I used to be. But like, I I remember I used to pirate a lot when I was younger. Yeah. But like, if you're at a point in your life where you can do it, you should. And I don't mean like, I don't mean like, if you have to work a little bit more if you have to pick up another shift to pick up the game. I mean, like, if you are destitute, if you can't pull together $5 to eat a hot dog, you know what I mean? Then, okay, maybe a little bit to get you through the day. But if you're talking about, like, do I buy this $60 game or do I buy this, I don't know, $100? Like, if you're if you're going between the game or gas or health insurance, okay, maybe. But I don't know. I can't, I can't. I think people just make excuses. They're like, oh, well, I can't afford it. And it's, come on, dude. It's a video game. Yeah. You don't need it. Yeah, I mean, it's not going away unless it, you know, unless it's like Deadpool, which did go away. But, I mean, you had a couple months to buy that. So, I just, I don't know, man. Like, I, I it, for especially for non-content creators, I think for non-content creators, there is no time limit for gaming. Yeah. Like, there's definitely a time limit for gaming when it comes to content creators because you're like, if you don't get in early, you're going to get backseat to hell or you're going to miss the window. Oh, God, yeah. You care about it. And but when you're not a content creator, you can just enjoy the game on your own. There's no time limit. You can play a game that came out yep. today, yep. three years from now, and and still enjoy it. So I don't know, man. People, are, just know, don't pirate. All right, that's gonna be it. that's gonna be the like the lesson of this show. Please don't pirate games. And uh, that's gonna be it for y'all gaming guys. Thanks for coming through every Tuesday. If we have stuff to talk about, which we've been making stuff to talk about, because honestly, we have been gaming, and we want to know if y'all been gaming. So uh, if you want to see this fully. You can watch it on YouTube. You can also catch it uh, in audio form on our Spotify and our Apple iTunes. Uh, I'm TK. This is Tony Cone. You got any final words? Nope. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. I don't know what's coming out soon. I'm excited for Pikmin Deluxe, which is coming out at the end of the month, but it's been a pretty dry October. Like, is there anything yeah. you're looking forward to that's coming out soon? No, like, not really. I think October was like... Honestly, October and, the, and most of December was kind of like, yeah. I'm not, I, all my stuff is coming out December 17th. Cyberpunk, so. baby. Cyberpunk, baby. That's all anybody's waiting for. All right, thank you guys for tuning in to Y'all Gaming. Stay gaming, and we'll see you next Tuesday. Goodbye. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime.